Welcome to this week's episode of The Rent Abolisher. This week is titled No Pity Party, a comprehensive breakdown of your monthly mortgage payment. Here we'll break down each acronym and how they comprise the monthly payment you render to your servicer each month. And as a bonus, we'll touch on ways that you can reduce your monthly payment. So come prepared to take notes as I'm gonna provide a wealth of insightful information. Welcome to the Renabolisher. My name is Alexis Miller, NMLS 1896104. I'm a mortgage loan officer who is lending currently in 30 states out of the state of Arizona. Let's get started. Alrighty, so PITI stands for Principal Interest Taxes and Insurance. Um, and sometimes you'll hear it called PATIA because A stands for Association Fees Should You Live in a Homeowners Association. And these acronyms, if you will, actually make up your total monthly payment. Um, and we're going to start with principal. Alrighty, so let's hop right into it. So principal, simply put, is the amount of money that you have borrowed and are expected to pay back. So for example, say you purchased a home for $250,000. That is the purchase price. That $250,000 is what you're expected to pay back. And that does not include interest, the taxes or the insurance. That is strictly the principal balance. Now, some ways that you can lower that principal balance after you've gone under contract and you've purchased the home is you can actually make additional payments. Now, say for example, your monthly payment is $1,500 and you pay that $1,500 and on the 15th, you have an additional $1,500. Well, you could take that $1,500 and actually put that towards your principal balance and it won't go towards anything other than that because on the first, you already took care of your amortized or your contracted commitment as far as interest, taxes, and insurance. Um, so you could do that, or you could just pay a little bit over. Anything over will actually go towards the principal. So a lot of people have found success in doing that, or they do bi-weekly payments. So every two weeks, they're making a payment on their mortgage, and that will actually shave off quite a bit of time on the principal for you. We will hop right back into No Pity Party covering the areas of interest, taxes, and insurance. But before we do, I wanted to give a quick shout out to the PNW area, including Washington State, Oregon, and Idaho, all states I'm currently lending in. Alrighty, interest. Dun, dun, dun. Do we have enough time to cover this topic? Sure we do. I want to clear up a common misconception is that, you know, whatever's going on with the feds affects interest rate. Now, that is partially true, but there are a lot of mitigating factors such as the lender's overhead and the type of product and of course your credit that contribute to your interest rate and your pricing. So I would recommend making sure that you at least shop with three to five lenders and let them be lenders of different types. And maybe this will be a future podcast, but you know, brokers, 
are different than direct lenders. Direct lenders are different than banks. So you just wanna kind of shop around and make sure that you're getting the best interest rate, but also you wanna make sure that you're working with the best lender for your situation. A good loan officer will know, okay, this is what my borrower's goals are. Here are our options. Here are some things that we can do creatively to help get you in a good interest rate. So I'm stepping off on my soapbox. (laughs) But some ways that you can um, combat the high interest rates now that we are in a high interest rate situation is uh, a buy down. Buy down essentially is you or the seller buying down the interest rate. A 2-1 buy down is where you're buying it down for a certain amount of time and then each year it goes back up. Um, Then you can, like I mentioned before, price compare. So just make sure that you're going to different lenders. Some honorable mentions are, of course, arms or interest-only loans. You'll want to get with your lender to find out if those make sense for you because um, they are more what we call savvier products, um, and it does require a little bit more finesse to deal with those, but they are good options, especially if you're trying to keep your monthly payment low. Um, As I mentioned at the top of this, it's very important that your credit is good it doesn't have to be great Uh, but your credit does impact what your pricing looks like bear in mind what will happen is your assess risk essentially based on your credit score and if that risk is high then you're going to be charged more money and they're called points and a lot of times especially if your credit is under 620 you could be looking up to two points Um, And that's just what I've seen recently. So you just want to make sure that your credit is in order. Make sure that you have a good payment history because all of that is looked at when it comes to pricing out your loan. And we'll round this out with taxes and insurance. But before we do, I want to make sure that you're following me on Instagram at The Rent Abolisher. Again, that is at the rent abolisher there's also a link to my main page i won't bog you down with all that information but just know that there is a lot of educational reels entertaining reels and some helpful information to guide you through your home buying process taxes so this is actually pretty straightforward because you pay taxes on the property now a couple of ways that you can save money in this realm is if you are a veteran um, and you have any type of disability from your service, it is possible that you may qualify for a reduction or um, a complete forgiveness of the taxes. So you just wanna check with your county and state to see if that is something you're eligible for. There's a letter that is written and it basically excludes you from the property taxes. Another note that I want to make clear is for those of you that are purchasing new builds. Now, when the builder is building on the property, they're being taxed based on the property, the land. They're not being taxed on the home yet. So what may happen, and you just wanna be aware of this, is that when you initially get your mortgage quote, those taxes may seem pretty low. But you just wanna anticipate that that next tax year, 
it's possible that you're going to see an increase because now there's a property there. So you just want to bear in mind that when it comes to taxes, but it's not a service you can really shop for. Um, and taxes are actually something that are based on the property. And last, but certainly not least, <laughs> insurance. And it actually should be insurances because it covers the area of homeowners insurance and mortgage insurance. Now we'll get to homeowners insurance here in a moment, but mortgage insurance, if you're putting 20% or more down, then this is a mute point for you. But if you're putting less than that, then you should expect to see mortgage insurance. And it's either gonna be MIP or PMI, depends on the loan product. Now, for FHA loans, we charge what's called an upfront premium. So this is 1.75 of the overall loan amount, and we apply that to your actual loan. So when you get your loan estimate, you'll see that amount rolled into the actual loan amount. So just know that, and you'll have to pay that back. Well, for monthly PMI, for FHA loans, we typically assess a 0.85%. So that's assessed with each payment. And then for conventional, it really is based on your FICO score. Um, and then it's typically a little bit less. Now, Alexis, why do I have to have mortgage insurance? Well, I don't wanna get bogged into the weeds, but these loans are sold. They are securities, they're sold and there needs to be some type of assurance. So Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac need some type of assurance against you actually defaulting on the loan. So that is why that is assessed to your loan. Now, obviously once you get to 80% loan to value, then it's a, you know, a, a matter of a refinance or going to your lender and letting them know that you're at that point and you can have that dropped off. But that covers that part of the insurance portion. And that is not a service that you're able to shop for, unfortunately. Now, ways to save. And this is applicable to conventional. You can do what's called a single pay premium, which means that we can go to the mortgage insurance companies and say, okay, this borrower wants to pay their mortgage insurance upfront. So before you actually complete your loan, you pay this upfront and then we get a percentage back from the mortgage company and then we assess that to you and that is what you pay at closing and then you don't have mortgage insurance for the life of the loan because you've already paid it. We could also split this as well. So say we split it 50-50 and 50% 50 is assessed to the monthly payment and we amortize it over 30 years and then the other 50 is what you pay upfront there's ways <laughs> that we can help in that regard. Now, for FHA, unfortunately, you just have to refinance out of it or you wait and, you know, eventually it, it'll fall off. Now, for homeowners insurance, that is actually a service that you shop for. Homeowners insurance, um, I always recommend if you have renter's insurance or if you have car insurance that you request a quote from that company to see if the relationship you have with them will yield savings. Other than that, most of the time your lender has some type of connection with an insurance company or broker and they'll be able to help you with getting insurance. And here's a bonus A 
association. So this is very straightforward because it is your homeowners association. So for you know properties, obviously there are amenities that you may be able to take advantage of. And as a result of that, you're charged an HOA. Of course, you're charged that for upkeep and other things for condos. You're charged that for amenities and Um, For condos, I'm going to specifically do a podcast for those because it's very important that you understand what that association consists of. But yep, super, super straightforward. It's just your homeowners association. And we actually, as lenders, we put that into the monthly payment. So it is part of your debt to income calculation. So just bear that in mind when you're looking at properties. And that is it for episode two, No Pity Party. I hope you walked away with something you didn't know before you came here. (laughs) Of course, if you have specific questions, you can always shoot me an email, amillerhomeloans at gmail.com. Again, that's amillerhomeloans at gmail.com. Also, I can be found on Instagram at TheRentAbolisher. There you'll find my primary page as well. And as I mentioned before, you'll find some reels and some stuff that can help you along your home loan journey. Again, my name is Alexis Miller, NMLS 189-6104, and I'll see you in the next one.